welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap for Season 8, Episode 4, titled New Wave Queens. My name is Daniel Brewer, and I am joined this week by one amazing regular and two fantastic guest co-hosts. From the podcast, Pod is my co-pilot. Please drink in all that is Taylor the Latte Boy. She said cuckoo zero times this week. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. How are you this evening, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm recovering from New Orleans. Oh, that's right. From the, the drunken city of New Orleans, of which I partook. Talk about drinking things in. I have stories. We won't share them here. We can Some do of them it. won't ever be shared, but we, we can have do stories. it on the Thursday night show. You were down in Chichi Devane territory. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. And I think you would like to be down in Chichi Devane's territory. <laughs> uh, from the podcast, to Conveni and the voice of Turnip Style, please say good day eh, to our neighbor to the north, Beth Western. Hello, Beth. <laughs> Good evening. How are you, sir? <laughs> oh, wait. Good day. Good day. Eh? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You're up in the Torontos. Yep. Correct. I am. Now, I've said like, this before, and I just want to double check. You guys get the same. You guys like have another network that gets it from Logo, but you guys get to watch it in HD. No, we don't get it from Logo. We get it. We buy it from. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. We buy it from World of Wonder. Oh. But, Out TV, the na- Canadian gay oh, okay. network, buys it from World of Wonder, not from Logo. But Out TV broadcast in HD. Correct. So if, if I went to a Canadian bar to watch it, I would get to actually watch it in HD. Yes, because <laughs> yes. we watch it with a uh, uh, projector up on the screen in yeah. the back of the bar, yeah. and it looks great. Yeah, the ones here that do that do it on Thursday night because they'll download the HD, and then they'll just wait until right. closer to the weekend. Anyway, finally, from the podcasts, Cocktails and Cream Puffs, and the library is open, and also Big Silly Homo, I might add, please welcome back the very busy but always sensational Miss Donna Elizabeth Sugars. Hello, Donna. At least you said my my full name. That's my God given name. All right. <laughs> Who's God? <laughs> Who is this God? Okay. Mm-hmm. Taylor, thank you for keeping my seat warm. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, Merle. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to Donna Elizabeth Sugars? Exactly. Snap. All right. Well, shall we just dive right into this? <laughs> Sure. Okay, Bring it on. Great. Bring it on. Let's do it. <laughs> this week, the queens gave us a trio of thruples as they organized themselves into 80s New Waves band and performed musical numbers for a live audience and the judges. While a chicken wing might be a bit suspicious tasting this close to Easter, it was good enough to give Robbie Turner the win and geometrically challenged Nasha Lopez and Chi-Chi Devane went hypotenuse to radius in the lip sync challenge. In the end, we watched as Nasha Lopez sashayed away again. Ladies, any initial thoughts on the episode? <laughs> Well, I don't have much to say, so I'm going to start, if that's cool. Sure. I was I was very underwhelmed overall. There was nothing that I wanted to rush back and watch over, which has been the case in the first three episodes. Okay. Um, I did like parts, but I didn't fall in love with anything. And in fact, while I was uh, doing my notes, I had my highlighters out because I tend to color code stuff. I went into highlighter overload because I was so bored that I was started doodling in the margins. <laughs> That then I was like, I, I've lost myself in my notes and had to redo them all. So You were inspired by the neon theme That's to cool. just cover I, well, your paper in neon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like back in like grade four and was allowed to use a highlighter for the first time and I just went out of control. How did you it? take like three highlighters at once and draw them along so they, they made like the three no, parallel lines? And draw I did them that. Out. I did the heart and then with the oh, arrow through it. Yeah, I was doing all that kind of weird shit. Excellent. Taylor? So in you... other words, I was bored. Yes. Taylor, what did you think? Um, I would I would agree with with Miss Western on on many things here. Um, I one thing that I thought was interesting was this was an episode that showed how editing can can completely change how you feel about certain 
characters, for lack of a better word. Oh, yeah. Because this was one that I thought, for as much as I've been complaining about Acid Betty all season, this one, I almost, I didn't hate her. Let me put it that way. (laughs) I almost liked her, but I didn't actually hate her. And she almost had, especially in um, Untucked, Untucked, she almost had the, I'll I'll kill anybody if you tell this, but if you need somebody, a cincher, I've got an extra one. She almost did that kind of thing. So, And the same thing with um, Nisha, who yeah. I'm so hot or cold on. I don't like her as a person, but I could look at that ass for days. And I thought that was a nice way for her to go out this time with the leaving a couple of granted. They were the one thing was a shitty Atlantic City bathing suit. And the other was something that we've already seen Bob the Dry Queen in. But it was nice of her to do it anyway. It was. Donna, what do you think? Well, not to disagree with both of them, but I, I was actually quite pleased at seeing the level of skills that each of them have. It is clear that. I was afraid of this. Donna is at a place that's on Wi-Fi, so uh, she's she's going to come and go. We we'll just uh, wait for her to come back, but in the meantime, we will move along, and then she can jump in uh, as we as we merrily roll along. Here's my thought on it. I thought for some reason, and maybe it's just because they're in an hour format now. In the beginning of the season, they were in that half, you know, in the ninety minute, and there's eight queens. That runway was the fastest damn runway yeah. I've ever seen. Because I take screen caps of those for us to see the looks. And it was like, mm-hmm. I couldn't pause the screen fast enough before they were already on to the next queen. It was For something really that is supposedly one of the favorite parts for people on the show, and I know that's always, that's my favorite part, is just watching the, the looks. I was slightly disappointed with this, especially because, as I think I said in the Meet the Queens episode we did, I love neon. So the fact that they were doing an entire theme of nothing but neon, I just ate that shit up. Some of the outfits are hideous. We'll get to that later. But it just, it was, it's fun to watch that. And the fact that they kind of like, ran them through it real fast i thought they did especially on a week especially on a week with no mini challenge so that didn't take up a lot of time it's like yeah that's that was one of my questions if we're if when we move forward is why no mini challenge yeah i don't know i don't uh, actually work for them i don't know donna are you back are you still i don't know can you hear me yes now we can yes yes oh wonderful so you like the episode i quite like the episode because it was good to see some different talents some okay. people who worked very hard. And, and I, I am a huge fan of Thorgy, even though I'm disgusted by her braids. Uh, but I do – I hate a, I hate a white man in braids uh, in uh, dreadlocks. But I do love knowing that she's a very skilled performer, and she has always been my top. Good. Uh, let's see. Is that I, your way of saying you think she'll win the crown? No. No, okay. no. <laughs> uh, but I think she's in my top three. Okay. Wow. I just realized I don't have what was written on the mirror. I was supposed to get that, and I didn't do that. Did anyone know what was written on the mirror? Uh, well, it said, didn't it say cuckoo on it somewhere? Yeah, so yeah, technically, she did say cuckoo one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Um, so we'll save that for the Thursday show. As the Queens entered the workroom after Cynthia Lee Fontaine's departure, Derek Barry worried about his soul. I think I got good critiques, like we're seeing something different, but then I got told from Michelle that I don't really have a soul. Michelle said you don't have soul. She didn't say you don't have a soul. And then I'll just start twerking. Come on, Barry Booty Challenge. Is that my soul? Come on, Barry Booty. They don't want you to be... Girl, she ain't getting it. Betty has soul. This is Betty's character that she created. You don't realize Betty doesn't have a character. This is just Betty. Yeah, you really need to find, like, who you That's are. That's not Britney Spears. I still don't get a sense of who Derek Barry is as a drag queen, aside from the fact that he does Britney impersonation. He needs to find ways to take his drag much further. <laughs> that could be a big problem for Derek as we move forward. We're moving forward, honey. The train's pulling out of the station. 
Oops, I did it again. I had to, I had to keep that piece in. <laughs> um, so here's my question to you, Taylor the Latte Boy. How stupid is Derek Perry? <laughs> That's kind of what I got from that. That, 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 that we're, we're not very bright. We've been told since we were young that we look like Britney Spears. And we thought, this is what we're going to do with our lives. And that's pretty much, I think, all that she's good for. I think that this is, I said last week, we're seeing, she's gotten as far as she can on the Britney thing. And I think we're starting to watch the roller coaster start to go down and just going to careen into a pile of dynamite. I, 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 she's a mess. She, she, she strikes me as the character on a TV show that, which I guess she is kind of, that everybody makes fun of. Like, like last week when they were, when, Bob, the drag queen, was saying, I'm going to say something I never say. Yeah, I agree. Derek was right. And her response is, well, yeah, I'm right some of the time. Yeah. Like, I, I am right sometimes. Like, like, that's just that she's the one that everybody's going to pick on, and it's going to be her downfall. And it's going to be fabulous to watch, because I don't like her. <laughs> Donna, do you want to defend her? No. I think that's the <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, she just is a little bit plastic. Turnip head. Do you want to defend her or? Uh, no, um, I've got. Uh, n- yeah, definitely no soul shell. Um, can't um, can't do anything other than look like Britney. And if he can't be looking like Britney, he reminds me of just a boy in lipstick and blush and a wig. And often he reminds me of what Shania Twain looks like. I can see that. Yeah, I'm not and a Twain fan. So I'm, I I'm not. I, 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 I'm not at all either. Um, it's just there's, and I see a lot of just simple Vegas influence in him. Um, we can talk about it later in his look, but there's always just this Vegas showgirl costume thing, and it's we're, I'm not seeing anything but Vegas or a boy or Britney. I'm not seeing a queen. Read by kimchi. You know there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> For being stiff, yeah. When kimchi is calling you <laughs> stiff and, and unlifelike, yeah, then... Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird that yeah. she, she... Even when he, uh, in boy drag, will sit there and say things, it sounds scripted. I know it's not, because he's mm-hmm. saying stupid things, but it just sounds... I don't know if it's over-enunciated or just some his posture or something. He looks like an animatronic figure. It's, it's very odd to me. Yeah. Okay, but what is... Think about Vegas. Vegas is all about persona and all about, it's not about being deep in Vegas. It's all about, you know. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah. (laughs) Not not that any of us would have any, you know, reference to that. But I mean, so that makes sense that he's kind of that, I'm going to say what is expected of me to be said, and I'm going to enunciate it. I'm going to be, we're not going to ever get deep because we Mm -hmm. don't get deep. He's kind of a shallow pool. RuPaul explained to the queens this week's Maxi Challenge. Now, for this week's Maxi Challenge, you're going to form your own new wave band. (laughs) Hashtag new wave queens. (laughs) Working in teams of three, you'll be writing lyrics to original retro tracks. You need to create a unique style using clothes, shoes, and accessories provided by out-of-the-closet thrift stores. And tomorrow, in front of an audience of groupies, you'll be performing live. Now, I'm going to let you all form your own bands. Three groups of three were formed. Lay Chicken Wings, which consisted of Kim Chi, Robbie Turnter, and Naomi Smalls. Street Meats, which consisted of Acid Betty, Bob the Drag Queen, and Thorgy Thor. And Dragometry, Nisha Lopez, Derek Berry, and Chi Chi Devane. Now, there are three different tracks, punk, synth, and party. And I'll let you guys figure out who gets what. And on the runway, the category is neon realness. Yeah. 
Gentlemen, start your engines and may the best woman While Lay Chicken Wings went with punk, both street meats and dragometry wanted to go with party. Some shady dealings ensued. Okay, let's everyone in, in their group individually say what you want. I definitely, definitely want party. 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 And what do you guys want in your group? Party. I want party. Synth. Because it has soul, it has rhythm. See, and I felt like that about this. Oh. Now, I will say this group is unanimous on party, and you guys are not unanimous on party. <laughs> There's like this turmoil between Chi Chi and his group, so we kind of like pit them against each other. I just don't want you guys to fight. I don't want Chi Chi to be upset. I genuinely don't think that your group will be as strong as this because you were like, I won't sin. You gotta turn them against themselves. <laughs> Excuse me, water. My question to you, Donna Elizabeth Sugars. Do you want a party? I, I would like at least three of those people to explain to me what the fuck party music was, because I don't think any of them knew. <laughs> I think half of them got party and club mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what... I, what I, it, yeah, quick, like, yeah, club music. Yeah, we're going to get a good beat. No, bitch. It's party. <laughs> 80s party. Is there really a difference between 80s party and 80s synth? Like, I kind of thought those were the same things, and I lived through the 80s. No, so. <laughs> yeah, no they're very different. Come on. Anyway, uh, what did you think, Turniphead? I mean, um, a group, yeah, you can talk about the group. You can talk about the, yeah. No, you, you, well, you, I mean, like the only highlight for me in that admit was purse first. That was cute. Uh, walking into the showroom, um, and I don't. Bob wasn't as stupid in what he did. He he played a cle- he played it as a clever player in what he was doing um, to make sure that they got party. Oh, the 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 making them. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, I kind of it felt wasn't, bad. It wasn't. Them, yeah. It wasn't. I, it wasn't really malicious, but yeah. it, it was a clever way to point out something and going, "Okay, here we go. We got it." So, and and ultimately, they are all in competition with each other, right? And so, correct. It's, it's kind of yeah. Like, Taylor, what yeah. were your thoughts on the groups? Um, they were all right. I mean, at this point, I'm was just sort of I didn't really care who the groups were, other than the fact that the New York Queens all were together because mm-hmm. I thought that would be interesting to watch that dynamic, mm-hmm. especially because you have such strong queens and also the acid benny acid benny acid betty <laughs> factor right as well because she can run hot or cold True. and especially with the other two where they all seem to know each other and they all seem to like each other and respect each other but i also think she'll turn on a bitch without even thinking twice yeah i thought it was i thought the thing that stunk out on me was kim chi robbie turner and naomi smalls immediately went like oh we're best team best friends or whatever and i i guess i just never I haven't seen that yet that kimchi and robbie and naomi were like really tight you know what i'm saying like un- and untucked and whatever so i guess at some point they've they've bonded over something because they haven't really all been on the same teams in in past competitions right they've been on separate teams wasn't there though a comment about team leftover like there was just kind of like team leftover was you know it was uh dragometry so it was nasha lopez yeah. Derek berry and chichi devane i mean the the new york queens obviously grabbed each other and, right, and, and the that's other three. strong personalities not wanting to be messed around with. Yeah, and it's like, with editing, it made it seem like it was this big, drawn-out, 10-second thing, but this all happened in three seconds, right? It's just like, yeah, right. us, yeah. us! Well, I guess we're left over. <laughs> so it went, that, it went about that fast, so. I did notice when, when RuPaul said the category is neon queen, neon queen or whatever. Realness. Yes. The, the look on Chi-Chi's face, because the first thought that went in my head is, you that if they told week, her to bring yeah. something neon... And she already wore her neon. Yeah. What is she going to do? Well, that is uh, that was a concern. So we're going to stay with the Joe Batance 
formula here and we're going to go team by team uh, as they go through their talking and their rehearsal. So we'll start with the first team, which is Dragometry, which of course, to remind you, is Derek Berry, Nisha Lopez, and Chi-Chi Devane. So fresh from their selection of synth music, Derek Berry and Nisha Lopez discuss costume ideas with their teammate, Chi-Chi Devane. I got an idea. What we do is we incorporate shapes. Um, circle, your triangle, and your square. That's cool. We can even meet the shapes. I think our costume should be that shape. You know what I mean? Like cardboard cutout geometric shapes. Yeah, no. We should just be like, this is our head, this is our hands. I don't want to come out in a box. I'm not surprised Chi-Chi came up with this concept. This is like a girl that shops at Michael's for every outfit that she owns. I just thought we'd come on stage dressed like a square, a circle, and a triangle. To me, that would be more visually appealing. No. Nation's already gone home once. Derek just got clocked by the judges. And I sure in the hell don't want Michelle calling me basic again. We all need to step our game up. In rehearsal with Lucian, Derek Berry tries again to understand the meaning of soul. There's a lot of pressure on me for this challenge because the judges weren't crazy about my performance last week. And I feel like this character is going to show them that I do have soul. Here we go. Cue music. We are the girls geometry. I'm not a step, but wife, I'm your fantasy. Oh. Uh, Derek. I uh... <laughs> just stopped. That's that's good, but I feel like it might be fun for you guys to maybe talk sing some of it because you're not, like, incredible vocalists. Lucian attempted to coach the team through speaking the song, but Derek had other ideas. We are the girls of geometry. Shapes and sizes is what we bring. Stop, stop for a second. You're still singing. Oh. And we were just talking about talking okay, talk. instead. Derek, you, you... I would rather sing. I want to be a pop star of drag. And I feel like now that I'm given the singing challenge, this is my time to put everything out there. My question to you, Beth Western, did you fail dragometry? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I got a runner in me pantyhose and I failed. Um, <clears throat> there were, I mean, there was some other drama that happened with them, with uh, Chi-Chi walking right. away and going to the blurry room to talk. Well, see, and, yeah, that whole thing was kind of... Kind of. Blurry room. <laughs> isn't, that called, isn't that what it's called? The blurry room, the yeah, shady the room? Shade. Oh, the shade tree. Yeah, well, the blurry room, the shade tree, whatever. It's all the same. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, there was some other stuff. But Turnip Ed, go ahead. I'm sorry. Beth Western. I keep, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's I'm fine. Sorry. It's fine. Um, I, in fact, I was surprised you even remembered Beth Western. <laughs> anyway, um, the whole thing I knew was going to be a mess as soon as... Um, the Chi Chi Devane got up and walked away. Um, I knew she was stressing about something. Uh, I put two and two together, thought, uh, it's the neon. And, um, the other two just weren't strong enough to keep it together. So the whole idea had dumb written on it. Um, I, I understand, you know, um, Derek not wanting to be in a box, but Derek in a box would still be empty. Oh, where's the shade button? Where's the shade button? Oh, shit. I don't have that pulled up. Oh, I'm ah, so unprepared. Fail. I'm pulling fail. double duty here tonight as Joe Batanza. So, yeah, right there. there you go. Taylor, what were your thoughts on dragometry? Um, I think that a word that we haven't yet described Derek Barry with but applies here is delusional. <laughs> that I think in his brain, he's living the life of Britney Spears 
And when he says, I expect to be, you know, the pop star of drag, but then you hear that weird where we're just going to do the whole thing. He's got no clue. Also, he's been told that he makes a pretty Britney Spears for so long that I think he thinks he's Britney Spears. Yeah. Also, if you're going to be the pop star of drag, you're you're about a decade too late, honey. You're 31, aren't you? Isn't she 31 or or older? Well, I thought they were all 29. I thought she was 29. (laughs) Regardless, it's like you got a door out there that's just released her second album. It's like uh, I think you got a little bit of competition for drag queen thing. Donna, my favorite. My oh, sorry. I just want to say when you talk about delusional, my favorite thing was you're still singing. Oh. Oh, I didn't notice. My, yeah, I didn't notice. My right. voice just naturally does that. I don't even know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Oh. Mm-hmm. Donald Elizabeth, what did you think? As a 31-year-old woman, I think she should know some 80s music. <laughs> and she should know that those Mariah Carey-like runs were not very popular. So she's singing in a modern take of her terribleness, not realizing that it's an 80s style. Yeah. It just proves her ignorance. Yep. And her ugly square jaw is probably why she can't sing very well. <laughs> I, wondered, I wondered. I wondered jaw. Oh, I wondered if anyone. And it seems like I know she uses the 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 white under or whatever to like block the. But she's got like Will, Willem after shadow. I mean, like shadow. Going, it's like she's got a beard half the time. She kind of right does right. look like Willem when Willem was out of drag. Yeah, or and, and in drag a little bit. But when they do the interviews, with, yeah. that that's a that's a great analogy. And she was using an electric razor later on. And I was always told by my aunt and my mother that you never use an electric razor. You go old fashioned and it's a blade and it's hot towel and everything. Oh yeah. Especially on like show days, right? Especially on like, uh, yeah. Well, especially when you're under that many lights, it's easier to get away with it on a stage in a bar. That's got a shitty spotlight. If, if they have it at all, but not when you're on TV. Now keep in mind, she performs in divas in Las Vegas. So they have, you know, lighting specifically for drag. Like they don't have any green lights in that damn building. There's no, not a single fucking green light anywhere to be found in there. Um, let's move on here to late, Chicken wings. Unless anyone else has anything to say about Dragonology. We're on to Lake Chicken Wings. As Kim Chi, Robbie Turner, I have to get this right, Robbie Turner and Naomi Smalls discuss ideas for their song, Dragometry member Derek Berry attempts to throw some shade. What if he just throw something like just completely like off the cuff, like, I don't know, chicken wings? Yeah, it could be like our thing. That could be cute. Maybe the other team, like, I don't... Kimchi and Robbie as punk. When I look at Kimchi, Robbie and Naomi, I sure as hell don't see no punk. And then chicken wing. Maybe our song is like something hot and spicy. I got sauce name. Louisiana's finest. Barbecue. You're a punk group and you're going to scream about chicken wings and dipping sauces. Let's go with chicken wings. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing about this is finger licking good. That group is going to lose. Ooh, foreshadowing. In their coaching session with Lucian, the girls try to find their inner rage. Robbie Turcher fears for the worst. The biggest thing is to figure out that punk attitude. So when you perform this, it's going to have to be times 10 of what you're doing right right now. So I want to hear a little anger. I'm going to have each of you give me like a loud, primal scream. Oh boy. Naomi, you first. Okay. You're smiling. You're so happy. Come on, anger. Kimchi. Ah! Robbie. Ah! Somebody just snatched your wig, tripped you, and stole all your heels. Ah! It still feels like you're scared to, like, let it out. So we're trying to be punk and angsty, but it was not working. And I'm feeling the pressure. I have been on the bottom of the game. 
So I need this win more than anybody else in this competition. Taylor, the latte boy, as someone else who's been on the bottom, what do you think of like chicken wing? Um, I'd like to make a primal screen when Lucian sticks it in my butt. I know that. I would scream as loud as he wanted me to. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a shade button is appropriate to that. So I have, no, it's not I a shade a, button. It's, it's I'm a, a strong it's a gay woman. Woman. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a fact. Check the, ch- check the law offices. There's a restraining order against me somewhere in his, at his lawyer's house. Now, what did you think He's of so late cute. chicken wings? I, I thought, uh, I mean, did you go ahead? What did you think of them? I, I thought it was the idea of the final performance was cute and they, they seem to, they seem to work really well together. I've been in situations like I took acting classes in college and stuff where they want you to do things that you're not necessarily comfortable with. And that's what you do. You giggle in the beginning yeah. when they tell you to scream or they tell you to do something. You look at the, you look at the professor, you look at this case, the producer and go, I'm not doing that. Right. But it's, it eventually all came together for them. Donna, what did you think of the chicken wing? I was really worried that Naomi was going to be the weak link here. Uh, just from that rehearsal, and, uh, and and I think that Robbie was entirely too much in her own head. She's constantly overthinking this, and she's not just letting it out and letting go. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I've not been impressed with Naomi Smalls, up, you know, her performance in these challenges up until this point. So yeah, I I also was like, oh well, I, this could go either way, and I was glad that it that it didn't. Uh, Beth, what did you think of Let Chicken Wings? Well, um. First, I want to say there is a Japanese hardcore punk band named Barbecue Chicken, so Derek can eat it. Um, there's also another um, kind of a garage punk band called Sex Barbecue, so he can eat that too. Um, so I thought it was really clever uh, the way they were picking the name. I think, and it's Kim Chi brought it up, I think she probably knows about the Japanese band. But um, uh, I find it really interesting. I'll talk later about, I have a note for later about rehearsal. Um, it is hard to watch the rehearsals. Uh, I was really caught off guard with the performances of last week because the rehearsals were so horrible yeah. that watching the final production was like watching a completely different show. Like it was a completely different request and challenge. So I tend not to put too much into it except for the reactions that I'm seeing between the the, the queen and whoever's directing them. That I take into consideration. And since this season, uh, this podcast is talking about the editing, I think that that's a very clever editing trick that they're using where they're showing mm-hmm. you the very worst of the rehearsals Yeah. instead of instead of when they're starting to get yeah. it. Yeah. To really lower your expectations. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't put much into it except for I find it very interesting to watch the interaction between the queen and the director. Cause that to me, that's important. That's a level of professionalism. And, um, well, as we're going to see with the next group, yeah, that yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my segue. Well, there you go. Speaking of the next, <laughs> eight, although, although they were initially excited to work together, street meets, which consisted of Bob, the drag queen and acid Betty quickly discovered that they worked differently than Thor G Thor. How about the first line is what's that smell? Mm, love it. Because we're singing about street meat. It's quicker. You like to explain it. (laughs) When we go yes, it's just like you don't have to convince us. We just laugh because you're. you're I just we go like this. Yeah, and you go. It's so much simpler. And you know, I thought about it, and you go like this. There's a four count, and a four count is so much better than a three count. You're not the most time efficient. I'm very detail oriented and neurotic. My process is like I sit there and examine every little tiny thing, tear it all apart, and put it back together. What sets me off is this sound. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. 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 Oh my God. 
You gotta stop with the ugh. I do. I really don't mean it that way. I have an ear for music, rhythm, and like beats. I'm a professionally trained violinist, violist, and cellist. So like, I have a very critical ear. Don't argue with me. I just wish you would trust me when I say like a we suggestion. We do. do. Did you not see yourself all over the song? All right. Now I know that I can't even speak without being attacked. Thorgy is driving me crazy. She's not contributing as much as she's negating. During their consult with Lucian, a frustrated Bob, Bob the Drag Queen argued with the judge, much to the dismay of his teammates and Lucian. The only thing I would say is that it was very character-y and almost theatrical instead of cool 80s new wave vibe. All right, cue music. It's called Street Me! Woo! No need to yell. All right, all right, stop, 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 stop. So this is what I'm talking about. You're saying it exactly the way you'd say it in a musical. What's that smell? That sort of doesn't have the cool B-52s vibe. Right now, it's just reading as like cheesy. And you're just like, ugh. I think the B-52s are, are kind of cheesy. The B-52s are just one example of a party band. I'm just trying to direct you to be more cool because that's what this era was about. That's how they sound to me. What do you mean by more cool? I don't get that feel from our track. Am I alone in this, uh, really, no one? Girl, you gotta listen. Open the ears, close the mouth. He's telling us to lay back, stop, be so, hey, yeah, woo, yeah. I just don't know what you're saying, Lucian, baby. I just don't. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying? No. It's just about creating your own style. Like, even someone like Lord. I hate her. I can't with her. Okay, well. I'm just telling you, she has her style. When you think Lord, I think like apathetic teenager. Av- ooh. I'm just trying to help you. I guess so. I'll, I'll be Lord. It's very surprising that any queen would come for me because I'm going to be judging these bitches. Donna Sugars, are you coming for Lucius? Uh, I, I'd hopefully be coming on him when I'm done. I, I know I just said his name wrong too. It's Le- Lucian, right? Oh, God. Lucian, yeah. into that body, but I don't. I, I, I get that Bob was. Uh, I think Bob was getting a little too hectic, and and he kind of got real crazy because of everything with Thorgy, and he just kind of got a little out of it. And but there should have been this voice in your head going, "Bitch, yeah. this is your judge. You're yelling at your judge." <laughs> True. Really, that voice was turned down. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I think. Also, it's it's a clever editing thing, right? They they were in this consult for it at minimum a half hour, probably closer to an hour. And this is, you know, mm-hmm. 30 seconds of it or something where he's frustrated and, and, and whatnot. Uh, Turniphead, what were your th- thoughts on it? Um, okay, so Lucian isn't there for his health and he's not there to do your favor. He's your director. So you're working for him. And, that, but is, but isn't and, and it fair, he's one of your judge. Isn't it fair if a director gives you direction that you don't understand isn't it fair to say girl i don't understand what tell me exactly what it is you want me to do right i you okay. direct me right but it's also shut your mouth and engage your brain he never said i want you to be lord i never want he never said i want you to be the b-52s i want you to take the uniqueness of their sound that made them the b-52s that makes her lord not the lady at the karaoke bar and and i want you to put that into this performance that's what 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 where Bob lost it for me. That's where he lost his points. Taylor, where did Bob lose it? I I think I don't know. I I don't know. 
<laughs> I, I, the one thought that went through my head was they're trying to sound like the B-52s. So yes. when he said, like, that was what it sounded like to me. It sounded very mm-hmm. Fred Schneider. Yeah, it did. With the, right. With yeah. the, I mean, you know. the, the, the song that they're making their lyrics up to is Rock Lobster. It it was the B fifty two. It, it mm-hmm. is. It was, is it, a, was it the instrumental version of that? No, it wasn't. Yes. It wasn't exactly. It was very similar to Rock Lobster. It wasn't mm-hmm. almost exactly. Yeah. Okay. So so when he said, "Well, you're you're, you're trying to be the B you're trying to make it Broadway. You're trying to make it." Mm-hmm. I didn't think that. I thought, well, no, that's that's exactly that's what I would have done. So I don't know if it read differently live versus the way that they edited it on the on the show. Yeah, I but. think when, when Lucian said it, you know, like when he said, oh, that sounds like a musical theater, it was like, we don't want your meat meat. You know, it's like going like that to me sounded like the B-52s. It's like, you know, that that sounds like them, you know. Yeah. So I agree. Anyway, any, any, but I any still other want Lucian to fuck on, me. <laughs> any other thoughts on street meats, anyone? I'd like Lucian's street meat inside me. <laughs> oh, my God. I liked his sweater, but I I used to have one like that a few years back. I kind of wonder where I left it. Stole it when he left your house that morning. <laughs> he must have. It was a cold morning in Toronto, and he just uh-huh. had his jock strap and his, his, his <laughs> muscle shirt on. And you said, yeah. you know what? You take this and a nice hot scone and a cup of coffee. Slapped him on the ass, sent him on his way. And yeah. two years later, he's wearing it on season whatever this is of drag race if i thought for yeah, a you, moment that he would ever you, listen to a damn podcast we would have a cease and desist slapped on us. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know my reputation they get dressed in the hallway <laughs> there you go <laughs> well before we talk about their performances let's move on to elimination day it's elimination day and the girls are getting ready for their big day that sounds redundant but that's the way i wrote it and i'm just gonna go with it in the workroom chi chi devane and kim chi discuss the expense associated with drag Drag is not a cheap professor. It's really not. We all have to do what we gotta do for our coin. I know, you gotta do what you gotta do to live. Do you have enough to like live off of? We were always fortunate kids, but we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So when I got out of high school, I started getting all these loans and and just started trying to find money. And now I'm going through bankruptcy. Wow. How much is your debt? It's like in the tens of thousands. I work two jobs, washing cars, and checking out people's groceries. Being broke is a hurting feeling. People say they don't have a dime to their name, but when you literally don't have a dime, you've taken all your shit to the coin star to, like, just to get $5. Like, I don't think these girls understand that. Taylor, This episode is sponsored by Coinstar. (laughs) I just, it, this was the point that Asabetti ran up and go, I got pictures when I was poor. <laughs> I got, you know, <laughs> I don't stock in Coinstar. Um, now it, it was, it, they, I appreciated this because they seem to have, I don't want to say run out of stories for the, for the sad moment of every episode. But this, this is an aspect that is something that isn't really talked about as far as when people are yeah. that poor yeah. and, uh, I, I appreciate that a little bit. Now, that being said, I made a comment after the, after the first episode about kimchi putting on the face of some dead woman mm-hmm. and like smearing that on with the, the latex makeup that goes all the way over. Yep. And she had it on again. And so while she's while Chi Chi's talking about bankruptcy, I'm focusing on <laughs> the, the, the dead woman's face that's that she's attaching with rubber rubber cement kind of like the last living uh human in doctor who you probably don't watch doctor who anyway. Uh, it's not important. Donna, how expensive is it to be a drag queen? It's not as expensive as you think when you know what the fuck you're doing. Now, I, now <laughs> when, when she gets to the runway, which I'm sure we're going to get to her yes. little explosion on the runway, I have plenty to say. <laughs> but 
drag can be done on a dime. It's not that hard. The most expensive thing in a drag queen's uh, repertoire and their, their cache of shit is your hair. Yeah. And uh, looking at some of the wigs she got, that ain't a problem for her. Because all those wigs are out of a bag and they're thirsty as shit. <laughs> you look at a car wash girl, at least run them through there once in a while. So I don't think they look that bad. But then again, I'm I'm smitten with Chi Chi. But uh Turnip Head, what are your thoughts on that? I hate her. I hate her. Oh, you hate Chi Chi. Wow. Some some hate on the Chi Chi. What do you what do you think? Uh, I I don't know. There's like these I I'm tired of these excuses. I'm tired of the sob stories. I'm tired of the excuses and I don't know. I just I think the one I, thing, I, I'm a cold, heartless bitch. <laughs> I think and right, I couldn't give a fuck. All right, can we at least like, acknowledge the fact that, like, when when Kimchi well, talked about being overweight, that was like it was talked about in front of the mirror, and that was the only okay. time it was talked about. We've Chi Chi being broke has been talked about throughout this entire episode, where we have Derek right. Barry saying, you know, oh, she buys everything at Michaels, and she doesn't have designer gowns, and you know, right. But the thing for me though is being a drag queen requires. Um, creativity. You have to come up with an idea before anybody else has that idea. You have to come up with a parody before the original is even out. If you want to be successful, if you want to entertain, she doesn't have enough creativity to put a, a ne- another neon suit back together with all that fabric, everything that's in that but room. I don't think she had the she, time, though. That's that was probably a time issue more than a than a than a resource issue. I think. Yeah. So not dra- na- drag's next superstar in my book, right then and there. All right. I. I I think that's. Sorry. But I think it's. I'm a harsh clear. bitch. Yeah, you are. I think it's pretty clear to anybody watching that she's not top three. She's definitely not no. top three material. No, we're not there so. yet. But I thought her runway, you know, her lip sync performance was. Oh God! Okay, hold on. Was amazing. I mean, we'll get there. But fasten your seatbelts. No, okay. we'll get there. And I have I have thoughts on that as right, well, good. which we'll, we'll get yeah. to towards the end. Here's the thing that's, that's always gotten me: whether it be this show where they like to tug the heartstrings in the middle of it, or be the Biggest Loser, wherever it's like the thing that always runs through the back of my mind as I'm listening to these stories of people's personal tragedies and things that are sad in their life is someone got paid to score that. Someone got paid to write sad piano music for, yeah. for this person. So it's like it's like, and that person probably got paid more than what Chichi owes in like in bankruptcy. It's just kind of like you know, this is the world we live in, where there's there's a a musician out there that can write sad piano music that makes more money than the person who you know whose heartstrings we're exploiting to uh, to make the money or whatever. When I hear these sad stories like this, I always go back to a dear friend of mine who every time she would hear something like this, she would just go, I don't care, I don't care. <laughs> and, and that old Judy Garland reference. And, yeah. and I'm right there. I That's don't me. give a shit. Yeah. I don't care why something didn't happen. I don't want to hear your excuses. Your excuses means you're a failure. Do it or don't. That's it. Yeah. There's no try. Just do. Right. Yep. All right, well, see, the, I, I want to say the same thing about the whole Thorgy versus Bob little segment that we got to see. I'm fucking tired of that. It's not you against Bob or Bob against you. It's you against the competition, and you have to be your best. Just because someone puts a bow in their hair doesn't mean you copy them and put a bigger bow in your hair. You bring your game to the table, and, or to the stage, rather, and you do your best, not fight somebody else. On the main stage, RuPaul finds a dress that doesn't look exactly like the last three and welcomes the guest judges. Welcome to the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. Michelle Visage, are you ready to get punked? I am indeed. And Lucian Piani, did my girls rock your world? They did, Ru. 
Tan, the co-founder of Blondie. Chris Stein, I hear you're a fan of the show. I watch everything religiously. <laughs> and I must be dreaming. It's the legendary Debbie Harry. So happy to be here. I'm always touched by your presence, dear. <laughs> This week, we challenged our queens to form new wave groups and perform original songs in front of a live audience. Gentlemen, start your engines and may the best woman win. All right, we're not going to play all three of the things. You'll have to watch the show for that. But let's talk about the three performances. Uh, I forget whose turn it is to start. Is it Turnip Head? Is your turn to start, I believe? What did, what did you think of the of the group's performances? Well, I wrote my notes in order in which they came up. Okay. Um, well, two of them are significant. Uh, street Meets, when I believe they started first. Yes, they did. Yeah. And so I went meh. And then I wrote meh again. Um, it was better when I watched it the second time. I thought the black th beans thing, which wasn't fun, which Thorgy said wasn't funny, was the only thing that was funny. Right. Um, uh, Michelle needs to not wear the yellow lipstick and let Bob do that. <laughs> and um, that's about the only thing I liked about it, really, was the yellow lipstick and the black beans. Or, or, uh, or at least not complain about Thorgy Thor's makeup when she's sitting there wearing yellow fucking lipstick. Yeah, it's just Right, exactly. Um, so when it came to dragometry, I wrote Matt because I didn't want to waste the ink on a second Matt or a third Matt. <laughs> and while I was watching um, the uh, barbecue, no, what is it? The chicken wings? The like chicken, chicken wings, wings yes. Um, I said, did it, got it, going to win it. Oh, okay. Taylor, what were your thoughts on the... Uh, oh, I have one more thing oh, wait, I wanted oh, yeah. to say. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry and I ahead. think... Robbie really turned herself around. Oh, going for Robbie turned her joke. <laughs> Gross. Taylor. You're just jealous he didn't get it. I liked the uh, the scream then. They did a better job of the scream and the spitting water was hot. It was. Yeah. And introducing each other each of the characters. Where yeah. you're yeah. Honey Mustard. Oh, yeah. This is Honey yeah. Teriyaki. This is all that kind of that yeah. was that was That was good. awesome. Yeah. Um one thing that we we didn't talk about was RuPaul's outfit, which I loved. Oh. I love the fact that she was wearing pants. That was, I think that's probably the first, I, I'm assuming that's the first time that she's done that on the runway, but I just uh, thought she looked amazing. It's been 105 shows now, right? Or 104 shows. So I don't know. Oh, but there are YouTube clips of every outfit that she's walked down the runway in, which she's I worn, have watched She's worn before. cat suits, but I don't know if she's ever Don, worn pants. Donna is a self-appointed anyway. RuPaul historian. Has she ever worn pants on the runway? She has worn a cat suit, but never a pants outfit of this disgusting make. <laughs> Did she, Ooh. you didn't like it? I thought the midsection was a little frumpy and a little wide. It made her look far thicker. It was like a very shiny blue bowling pin. Now, for reference, there is a, a document in the folder there called Runway Looks. I do have Rue's look on the, is the first picture on that. Uh, so if you open that uh, document, you can see it. But see, I loved, I loved the fact with the hair off to the one side, and I loved that she had on the black leather gloves with the spikes on them, and all, there was just, it was just something different, especially even though I liked the last couple of weeks' looks. It's not the exact same dress that she's worn the last couple of weeks. It was something a little different, and I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, but, I, um, I hate it as, as I think it, it should have been maybe accessorized in, in any way, um, because it, it, she does tend to under-accessorize certain plain outfits. But I don't. I think there was a disconnect between the hair and the makeup, which were as usual flawless, and this dress. Yeah. Well. Okay. Right. So, what did you think of the groups, Taylor? I think that I, I agree with what. With what uh, Turnip said, I think that it was apparent, even though that I've complained about the editing of where it looks like the groups is having the hardest time always ends up the winner. It was clear by the looks on all of their faces with the center group that they were the, they were in the bottom three. Yeah, that 
so they just looked bored. I mean, just mm-hmm. bored and con- bored and confused. Girl, Nisha Lopez wore a stop sign on her head. I mean, it was just basically, that was not a circle. That was an octagon. It was like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. I, uh, Donna, what did you think of the musical performances? Um, I wasn't a huge fan of, of the first two groups. Musical, uh, lyric six. I, there were certain outfits in each group. I, as much as I hate Derek, I think Derek's outfit was really wonderful. I think the triangle worked well with that wig that she chose. It did. Um, I, I loved, loved uh, Thorgy's outfit. I love that giant uh, pyramid on her head. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I do see the critiqueness uh, that, that we get later on here about I was not a huge fan of Acid Betty's outfit for this number. I don't think it fit the other two girls or really the era. Yeah, and they had to make these outfits from the thrift store racks, right? This was a um, they, they yes. This, this was very much this was an out of the closet, which is a wonderful organization, and they provide these outfits and right. and they they got to pick them, and so this is what she chose, right? And and clearly they could make stuff with it because Thorgy Thor created that triangle on her head from fabric or something because it wasn't it wasn't like she found that on the rack, and so uh, you know that was kind of a thing. Um, I think. I'm going to disagree with most of you here. I really like the New York Queens, you know, the the Street Meets song. I liked it a lot. Maybe it's just because I like the B-52s. Maybe it's just because, you know, I am I really like Thorgy Thor and, and Bob the Drag Queen. I really like this. I like their mic choreography. I thought that was nice because a lot of the other ones were kind of doing weird choreography with musical instruments that didn't quite, you know, like that middle group. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, with the handheld synthesizer yeah that was three times as big as her the yeah. keytar i believe it's called a keytar if i if i know my mystery science 3000 i believe that is called a keytar that tom servo used to play but the uh i i, I Act is a wonderful cover-up for the fact that she didn't know what the fuck she was that's doing true <laughs> i did i i like the new yorks i didn't like it as much as i liked the the last one la chicken wings i thought they absolutely did the best and then they deserved to win um and uh i you know, but I, I really did like the the New York one there. I don't have much more to say about it. Other, it's, I, they were all kind of catchy songs, honestly. If you if you get past their bad singing, <laughs> at least when you watch the show as many times as we do, <laughs> like trying to pull clips and stuff, those stupid. It's like earworms. It's just like you just keep hearing those songs over and over, and eventually you just start uh, singing them. All right, let's move on to the runway looks. Then shall we? Uh, you have your documents open. So the what was the theme, Donna? It was neon. Neon realness. Neon realness. Let's start with Derek Barry. Donna, what did you think of Derek Barry? Stop relying on that body. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, so far, all I've gotten from Derek Barry is just another body outfit. And uh, she was really pulling a Willem. She was. This was very much a Willem look, a Willem face, a Willem hair. Everything was very Willem. It was. Better like last year. What did you think, Turnip? Well, um, again, I thought it looked like a boy. He's too chiseled and in a in a jock kind of way. Uh, I think he'd look more at home on the lacrosse field than he does on the stage. Uh, too much Vegas. The collar, the cuffs, and that fake skirt. It just, yeah, it reminded me of some Vegas show. Just like everything else has got Vegas written all over it. Taylor? 
stained glass and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on stained. It's just it, Willem. Willem analogy. What 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 our our guest co-host said is is true. He the pictures in particular, the screen captures that you got, look kind of like somebody a frat boy that's going to a party where all of the guys that won't it be funny to dress up like girls. Yeah, like that's right. sort of what it, what, what throw a wig like. on in your mom's lipstick and oh I think they put blush here yeah. and I'm gonna borrow my girlfriend's yeah. bathing suit and. Yeah. You know, one of these collars that the stripper collars that she got at Adam and Eve or something, and then that's going to be really, really funny. All right, uh, Nisha Lopez. Let's go in reverse order. Taylor, what do you think of Nisha? I love, I, I love neon, and this is definitely something that I loved. Everything about this, it looked very Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, when they're performing and they're the dragons. That's kind of what I got from this, mm-hmm. and it showed off her ass, which is her best asset. Turnip head. Uh, I said it reminded me of Nina Flowers, um, which is not a bad thing. It's just seen it already and um, not bad, but not outstanding. And Donna. It was very much like a gay dragon with a dirty Q-tip on your head. Um, there was a neck between the body and the head. Yeah. It needed an elaborate headpiece that would coincide with the colors and the dragonness of it. Um, it was very much a disconnect for me. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you, you see Acid Betty and Kim Chi both carrying their makeup all the way up through their face, you know, in, in tying into the outfit. It's like, had she done something like that, I think it really would have, you know, really would have saved this. One thing, though, too, I noticed about her walk while she was walking off the stage, I thought she was in sneakers, not in heels. Just the way she was carrying herself, there was just that sneaker feel to it, and there wasn't enough. It, it is, and I don't know if you noticed or not, but during her lip sync challenge, both of them. Both times that she's been eliminated during her release, she takes her shoes off. And it's like she yeah, is there dancing. I did notice that this time. Yeah, to me, Have you like, never seen me screaming at the top <laughs> of my tongue? That was me when that bitch kicked off yes. her shoes. What the fuck are you doing? This isn't Cirque du Soleil. And, and I'm sorry. Anyone, anyone who wants to be on this show mm-hmm. needs, to, needs to watch this show and they need to go listen to RuPaul's podcast. Because RuPaul talks about the little things that she's looking for. And the one thing that both her and Michelle said with fury in that podcast is they hate it when they see a girl take off their heels or or their wigs. Those are the two things that I think are are the staple for drag that really can can set you apart. I, I think that this was the key moment here. This was the lip sync that I wanted Ru to say, stop the music, stop the music. Sorry. I cannot handle this shit anymore. The fact that the first thing you did was kick off those heels, sashay away. Goodbye. No, well, she should have done that Layla McQueen when she stripped down to her like old lady underoo outfit mm-hmm. thing, whatever that. Anyway, let's move on. Chi Chi Devane will start in the middle this time. Turnip head. Flat, predictable, not finished. Donna. <laughs> I got a, a very Wednesday morning stripper in the back swamps a bumfuck kind of feel from her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's very cheap. Like, you know, you're about to see some cottage cheese thighs and some bullet wounds <gasps> ain't nothing wrong with her thighs you bite your lip john and, elizabeth sugars <laughs> and the faint smell of old southern comfort yeah there's something, there's something very cheap about her southern and, uh, comfort and bo yeah. taylor uh she looked like rihanna's busted cousin oh, <laughs> oh. that that that's what i got from that Chi-chi, that's what i, I got from her chichi i love you I do. I love you. I would have tipped you. you. No accounting for taste. I don't want to fuck her. I'm a bottom. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, Kim Chi. uh, Taylor. Freaked me the fuck out. (laughs) I used to play a game 
called City of Heroes. I used to play an MM, an MM this, yes. RPG called City of Heroes. And the two colors I always made my superheroes wear were this lime green and pink, just when I would be playing around, because you would create a superhero in it. Mm-hmm. And th- it looked like something that I would have created. Now, the face in Untucked, I couldn't look at her, because it, it, like the mouth was moving, and I knew there was an eye in there somewhere, and you kind of can't see the eye for other reasons. And it just was very much a I, I I would I literally looked away every time she would talk. <sighs> Except the one time in Untucked where like it had started to come off, so it looked like the black skin yes. was starting to peel away. It, no, 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 no. Also in Untucked, am I wrong? In Untucked, she like she threw shade at uh, at uh, Debbie uh, Harry. I think. Anyway, uh, I, I'll find it when we get to that segment. Uh, Donna, what did you think of kimchi? I love kimchi. I really, really do. Oh, but, but this was this was a Tumblr makeup. This was a Facebook makeup. These are the ones that you like when you see them on Tumblr and Facebook and Instagram. This is not a runway makeup. This, I think, I don't think she realizes that had she had to lip sync for her life, she would be going home because there's no emotion there because your face is painted not like a face. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. And I kept I, thinking that she would walk down the runway with her eyes closed, and then I realized, ooh, Asian, sorry. No, in fairness, <laughs> she closes the white eyelid, and she keeps the other one open. So she just she's just blinking. She's just looking through one eye to keep the illusion. It's like, because the, the black side of the face that's painted there, her eyes are open. Anyway, um, that aside from that, though, the uh, also, I think she's wearing a black contact lens, like, like Deanna Troy. Anyway, but... Uh, Kim Chi is an Instagram queen, though. I mean, that, that is how she got her notoriety. She's not a club lip syncing dancing queen. She is an Instagram queen. She's a which I perfectly accept. Yeah. I perfectly accept that, and I think that the makeup was beautiful. But I think she has to realize that a makeup like that doesn't transition to when you have to be doing a performance. Yeah. Like she didn't know if she was going to be on the bottom. She could have sucked. They could have said, you know what? We hated your your red wig. We hated your your terrible I'm trying to be funniness of the number, they could have read her up and down. She doesn't know. You have to assume that you could get read at any time and you might be lip syncing. And a perfect example that goes along with that is Miss Fame last season, who wasn't a lip syncer. And the one time that she did have lip sync, she was wearing that big, stupid blue hot air balloon thing. And and I was shocked, shocked she didn't have something underneath it to rip off. That dress was made for a transformation and, of course, not being a real drag queen, being an Instagram face, a YouTube queen, she didn't know that it should have been a transformation because she has no concept of performance. She's gone. But here's here. Let me ask you this question about kimchi, because I I don't know this. I notice that her knees are always kind of pushed together every time that she's walking. Is that a padding problem or is that just her walking? Because when I see her in boy drag, she doesn't seem to walk that way. Yet every time on the runway. I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay, So it's just the way she walks. That may be, and I, this is going to sound disrespectful, but mm-hmm. as someone who is of larger size, oh. uh, you were going to say what I was going to say. That that's that's kind of a that that some some of us bigger boys, that bigger girls, kind of lock at the knees because it, that you kind of are holding each other up. It's we're kind of like an Eiffel Tower of sorts <laughs> where everything kind of leans in together. And even though that she's lost a bunch of weight, that's what it strikes me as is she's somebody that there are people that you some that i sometimes see out that have clearly lost a bunch of weight but they still see themselves as the fat person and they walk like a fat person and well there's I, also some sometimes there's permanent knee damage done yeah so i, I that that's what that strikes me as all right mm-hmm. let's move on robbie turner a uh, excuse oh. me robbie turner a, a, uh, yeah that's okay i don't have anything to say oh i'm sorry did i miss you go ahead turner pet i'm sorry i'm trying to keep i'm uh, trying to i'm trying to be fair I, and i just i keep missing things go ahead <laughs> 
Uh, I agree totally with Donna. I was, but I was gagged. I loved the makeup. I thought it was brilliant. I think she did a great job. She had me mesmerized until she had to lip sync. And if she had to lip sync, then she would have been gone. So that's something else she definitely has to take into consideration. But I, w- I was just mesmerized the whole time. I kept wanting to stare at her. Well, let's just stay with you, Turniphead. Robbie Turner, okay. who I couldn't even get a double shot on because she was on the screen so quickly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, see, I watched the whole thing thinking um, the whole 80s new wave thing. So for sure, this one didn't get it to me. I'm like opera, um, opera house, you know, kind of look. It didn't, it didn't I didn't connect with it. Um so, but I thought, you know, performance wise, she rocked it. But when it came to the runway, she looked flawless, but I wasn't, my impression of what the theme was supposed to be, I didn't think she brought it. How sad so is it? I was wrong. How sad is it? The Canadian cops sound exactly like American ones. All right. Uh, Taylor, what did you think of? <laughs> I, I was bored by this look. I mean, I don't think that the outfits had to be necessarily new wave inspired as far as the neon. I think it was just supposed yeah. to be neon. So in that regards, it's like she just took a, um, Victorian or Elizabethan dress and just did it in colors, but it's still the dress itself was boring. So if it had been like a real yeah. elaborate, I would detailed dress, if that's something where it could have been really cool, but yeah. it just was sort of a hot pink dress with some yellow underneath. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Donna, but three out of four runway looks for uh, Robbie Turner have been hoop skirt almost. I mean, other than her jumpsuit on the ro- the roller skating one, I think she's worn these big. Hoopy skirts. Uh, yeah, there, uh, there was, there's been a thought that's been going around that, um, that, that there's some body issues that she, there's something in her lower half she's not quite comfortable with. I, I get that impression based on her drag, um, but yeah, no, this is very much. I, this is just another one of the dresses that she's already worn. I mean, it's very much like her her red Vera Wang that she wore. Um, uh, frankly, I didn't hate the dress. I think the construction was actually wonderful. It was a very much a pride, prejudice, and neon kind of feel. Yeah. It worked for me. I enjoyed it. Um, I, it needed something more. I think it needed an, uh, a third accent fabric that had a pattern to really take it uh, to another level. Yeah, I think if they if they do a you know a drag reenactment of Gunsmoke, she's a shoe in there. It's just like, uh, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, it's kind of a ho hum. Naomi Smalls, Donna. I uh, what I wrote here was McDonald's uniform of the future. <laughs> where she'll be working in twenty years. Uh, I I read. You know what this reminded me? This reminded me of the Fifth Element. It was very. It, that was very much where I went with it. Oh, and. Okay. Um, it was just kind of, uh, okay, and once again, like, she's half nude. Like, okay, great, you've got great legs. Can you cover those fuckers up? Yeah, I, w- I would like to see... Do you have enough fabric? Yeah, I would like to see a look from her that, that isn't all leg. But yeah. Taylor, what did you think of Naomi Small? Well, at least this time she's a, trying to look like she has boobs <laughs> with the cones on the front. That That's the one thing. But yeah, I was, I, I just thought it looked like sweat marks. Like, that's what went through my head. Like, when she takes it off, she's going to have areas like a sweat bikini on underneath where... Nothing can breathe in it, but I'm not, I, I know Joe loves Naomi Smalls. I'm not impressed with her really at all. Well, so Joe's not kind here. Of like a, but Joe's not here. No, but I just sort of was like, eh. All right. Turn up head. What'd you think? Uh, I will agree with Donna and say the first thing that popped into my head was fifth element, but from the cheap costume shop. <laughs> so like, so uh, like I, the, the, the adult Halloween store where he's like, dress up yeah, like exactly. a fifth element extra. Yeah, There's something exactly. very Spencer gifts about this. Outfit. Yeah, it it just did. Yeah, I, I I honestly fought to write those three words down. Fifth costume shop. 
Acid Betty turnip head. Chicken lady from Kids in the Hall on Acid. <laughs> oh, oh, what you, what you looking at? What you doing? What you doing? Um, not impressed. Um, what you looking at? Takes two tickets to look at me. My brain's only the size of a walnut. Of a walnut. Yes, exactly. Yes. Go ahead. I'm. I wasn't impressed. All the really? looks are the same. It's just like she's dipping. Dipping into a different paint. The frame is the same. The 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 out the silhouette's the same. We're just dipping it into different paint. You know, a triangle in purple fabric is still a triangle. A triangle in orange fabric is still a triangle, right? And I'm just seeing the same thing over and over and over again. Just the facade is just painted differently, you know. And so I'm, I'm just kind of bored with that. I'm wondering if it's just it's too detailed for even HD because some of the modeling that she's doing modeling, modeling that she's doing with her makeup and yeah. stuff and some of the patterns I think just aren't conducive to showing up well on, on TV. Taylor, what did you think yeah. of acid bedding? I completely disagree. I loved this look. I love, I, I get what, what turnip saying as far as that it's, it is kind of the same module every week, but this in particular with the, with the gills and again, neon, I'm attracted to neon. So it was definitely something as much as I don't like her. And it's also sort of an example that you could sell more in the HD version of untucked. The eye um, features, the the, the huge brows and everything Mm -hmm. when applied correctly, look really good as compared to our next contestant. And Donna, what did you think of Acevedi? Uh, I just put a Swamp Thing as a drag queen. Um, I, I loved, I loved the makeup. I thought the makeup was done really well. The the uh, piece that connects her ear to her uh, jawline, creating that that sense of gills, is a wonderful makeup piece. Um, where the disconnect was for me is I didn't like the loofah hair oh. that came coming off the bottom. It looked like those cheap loofahs you buy at the dollar store uh, that were just kind of unrolled and made into this weird tube on going off of her head it didn't work for me i think my you know after spending an entire season with ginger men she just uses a black magic marker to like draw her wig line it's like to me having that some subtlety going up into the hair there is, is actually quite nice so that's just that's my one and only ginger minch comment that i will make this this episode let's move on thorgy thor uh taylor what did you think so disappointed as much as i enjoy her that this goes back to the thing with the eyes it looked like she took neon construction paper that you buy at Michael's and slapped it on her face. And then the weird black paint thing yeah. that di- it just didn't look, it wasn't clean lines. Like if you're trying to go for something geometric, it just didn't look geometric to me. And I, I it was, and the wig was horrible. It looked like a Halloween store wig. And I, I was, I think because I enjoy her so much to see her in this, was disappointing but uh, some of her other looks the first week with the red velvet thing that was a disappointing look too so i think she's very hit or miss for me as far as runaways yeah and with that hair she always is going to have to have a huge wig i mean so that this just becomes a, a weekly thing is how is thorgy going to cover up you know the the, the dreadlocks it's like how what huge thing is she going to put on her head you know in, in the musical number it was a big pyramid and, and this one is a big wig and you know in past weeks has been a big wig donna what did you think of thorgy thor um, it, she was giving you this twiggy pop art. Uh, I, I understood the black lines immediately. She was giving you that that artistic makeup style that that looks like old-fashioned pop art. It just wasn't done very well. Um, my bi- my biggest issue was, once again, this was a bad wig show. Um, I did not like the fact that the green hair did not go with the green outfit. If you're going to do mm. that kind of kooky off-the-brand, uh, off the uh, off-the-reservation kind of color of hair, I want it to match your outfit. Yeah. 
Okay. And she clearly made that outfit, so she could have matched the fabric to it. She lives in New York City. She can get fabric there anyway. And finally, oh, Turnip Head. Turnip Head, what did you think of Thor Thur? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't you. get I it. Like, <laughs> I didn't get it. Okay. I it well I got it, but it wasn't it wasn't reaching out to me. You know, like I know what she was doing, but look at that picture. The, look at that picture. She, she's reaching out to you right there in that picture. Yeah. She um she missed the mark for me and uh it just was like a sentence that never stopped. I just realized that I'm sitting here playing with basically with cock rings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my finger. <laughs> I haven't used them, I swear. They're they were they were a, a birthday present. Anyway, uh let's move on. Uh Bob the drag queen turnip head, what did you think? I, I, okay, so again, I, I kind of thought it was a weird, I, I was thrown by the 60s slash 80s look, so it didn't feel like I was expecting new wave, but I really loved it. I loved the paint on the head yeah. that, you know, totally reminded me of that stupid um, paint can piggy bank that was all the rage in, in the 80s that you saw at the stupid novelty gift stores. Um, and I, I really loved the way the dress fit them. Um, and that was a departure from everything else that we've seen. Donna, has there ever been another person without a wig on the runway on RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes. Oh. Uh, first season. First season. Angina. Angina only wore a wig a few times. Um, f- for me, Bob's outfit, uh, first of all, she's doing this throw, this kind of homage to the, uh, not Boy George. Uh, no, yeah, Boy George uh, in his, his 90s, early 2000s looks where he did that kind of melted wax kind of feel coming off the head. Mm-hmm. It just looked like a like it was like a melted banana candle. Like it just it's like you took like this candle that's shaped like a banana and then you just put it next to the radiator. And that's just what her look was. I wasn't impressed. And I love Bob. And it was really upsetting for me. Taylor. Can I just oh, well, yeah, can no, I no. just ask a, someone one thing because you mentioned the not the wig, but see it's socially or aesthetically more acceptable for black women to shave their head than it is for women white women to. You will often see black women walking down the street, you know, nice sh- clean shaven head, and you know, big earrings and whatnot. So I'm, I I don't know if if Bob not wearing a wig is really that big a deal. Oh, and I wasn't thinking it was big. I just, I just really like this look. But Taylor, no, where others have, others have been red for not wearing wigs. Well, no, no, and, and see, the problem is, is that it, it really comes down to the look. If you're doing an artistic thing, I don't think a wig is necessary. This mm-hmm. is not. If the challenge was look like look super fish, obviously you're going to need to wear a wig. Yeah. If mm-hmm. if this is something where you're letting yourself be creative, not wearing a wig is all about your creativity. It's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. We are not dressing fully as women. We are performance yep. artists. Everything we're doing is our own expression of femininity. So not wearing mm-hmm. a wig is completely optional. Yep. Taylor. As much as I love Bob and as much <laughs> as I love Neon and Bob has the beautiful dark skin that would make Neon pop. I was excited to see what she was going to wear only to be extremely disappointed with this. It just felt kind of put together with the exception of the paint over the front of the head. That was the only part that I liked. The rest of it, I thought, was just boring. I was bored. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But uh, we'll just end it there with very little fanfare. RuPaul announces the winner of this week's challenge. Welcome, ladies. I've made some decisions. Lay chicken wings. The crowd ate you up. But one of you was finger-licking great. Robbie Turner, congratulations. You are the winner of this week's challenge. Yes! This is, like, so huge to me that 
you're in the room, Miss Debbie Harry. Like, I have a poster that was above my bed, and my parents really thought I was straight for <laughs> a minute. You mean I was a beard? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know where we want to start. Donna, what did you, I mean, did you, you agree with that? You didn't agree with that? Who won? I agree with the winner. Um, I, I think that this entire episode was very rushed because there were too many little quips they wanted to get in there. Like I had to sit through Robbie Turner talking about having a fucking poster of her above his bed and (laughs) just so that you can get the one liner for Debbie Harry. So I was your beard. Like that was the only reason we had to listen to that schmutz was just for that little bit of a one liner. It it was, it was okay. It, It was weird how you have, you always want this setup for like, you're the winner and it's great. And sirens go off. This was kind of a lackluster, like sad trombone music. Kind of, you're the winner. There, go, go. Turn and up. we heard the fake Michelle Visage laugh, apparently. Laugh. Turnip head, what did you think? You agree? Didn't agree? Yeah. Okay. Taylor, you agree? Like, uh, yeah. No, turn up. I'm sorry. If you're going to say something, say something. No, I just, like, again, part of the whole underwhelming, underwhelmed bit, it's meh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. There, I think they did a poor job of editing that bit and sacrificed too much to get what um, Donna said is get that Debbie Harry beard line in. Yeah, I would have I would have much rather them cut all that and just shown us what they showed us in Untucked, right? Which is Debbie Harry like coming backstage and like saying happy yep. birthday and sitting down with the queens and chatting with them and, you know, mm-hmm. and what's his name? Chris? Is that his name? The other? Chris yes. Stein. Yeah. yeah. Basically, I watch every season and it's, it's my favorite show. And, you know, that to me was just more real and more, you know, fun mm-hmm. than whatnot. <laughs> Uh, drag- I mean, it was a funny joke, but it just wasn't worth that much. It wasn't. Dragometry, and now we know that Michelle will do that fake laugh, not just for Rue. <laughs> <laughs> Dragometry members Nasha Lopez and Chichi Devane got some quality critique time with the judges. Nasha Lopez. Hi, Rue. Tell me about this outfit. It feels like it's painted on you. Yeah, it's actually all airbrushed. And more to the point, your ass is real. Yes, it's real. You got it from your mama. And my daddy. Does your daddy deal in medical-grade silicone? (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. I think this is something different for you. (laughs) Now, the outfit in the group, it was like part Dolly Parton, and then the circle that wasn't really a circle. In terms of the outfits in your group, were you in charge of that? It was a group challenge, so we really participated with with everything. Well, Chi-Chi is shaking her head. You're saying it was not a group effort? No. The thing Thorgy had on her head, that's what I wanted to wear as the actual costume. I see. I'm not going to be in a cardboard box. Absolutely not. Is this the first you all are hearing any dissension from Chi-Chi? She was just disconnected. I see. You know, like, it was like, hey, Chi-Chi, you want to come over here really quick? You know, we're going to look at some references. And it's like, all right, whatever. Well, they I were... was told to step my drag up, and that's what I wanted to do. So tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt. I don't have the expenses to pay for something like this. I'm in a bankruptcy. I just don't have. Hold on. You don't need money, girl. That's never an excuse. I know you can turn a show. What concerns me is the attitude a little bit. I'm getting the feeling that you have fought very hard to be where you are. I get it. But we're lifting you up. Let us. I hate you. Let me, let me add her. Let me add, th- let me add her. Go ahead. Let, her, let you at who? Chi-Chi, you fucking bitch. Okay, I gotta get this out. Okay. This whole, like, I'm poor, I'm, I'm filing for bigotry. Bitch, you work at a grocery store. The two things you need for a corset are sitting in that grocery store right now. You need cellophane and duct tape. When you're a broke bitch, you wrap your ass in cellophane and use the duct tape to create a corset. 
this excuse, oh, I can't afford a corset. Bitch, you can go on Amazon right now and get a corset for under $20. It's not great, but you could also get a roll of duct tape at Walmart, at the dollar store. Dollar store has duct tape. I am so sick of that excuse. That is not a good excuse. And you know what? I give Michelle props for fucking reading this bitch. She does have an attitude. This entire show she's had this attitude she's not here for the performance she's not here because she thinks she's a great drag queen she's here for a hundred thousand dollars fuck everything else i I, she set me off this was the episode i can handle it see i would i was almost the exact opposite i was i was upset at michelle's commentary there until untucked when it was expanded which we'll play later it's just like the 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 way it was presented on the main show i was just like fuck you michelle so it's just like you've you've never had to like you know, you've never gone hungry in your life. And like, so anyway, let's just move on here and get over this real quickly. Uh, in, delibera- in deliberations, things didn't look good for Nisha Lopez. Nisha Lopez. I kind of lost her in the performance to the other two. Now, she was eliminated and we brought Nisha back. She wants to be here so bad, I can tell. Uh-huh. She's trying so hard, but I don't know if she is giving us enough. Or her teammate, Chichi Devane. Chichi Devane. In the performance, she was the standout for me. She does have this mysterious magnetic quality. On the runway, however, there's no excuse for you to come out here being that basic. No. I watch the show all the time, and you cannot wear the same shoes for the challenge <laughs> and the runway. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. The final lip sync challenge was revealed. Nasha and Chichi. I'm sorry, my dears, but you are both up for elimination. Seriously? Again? What the fuck? There's just no way that I'm going to go home again. Two queens stand before me. Prior to tonight, you were asked to prepare a lip-sync performance of Call Me by Blondie. Ladies, this is your last chance to impress me and save yourself from elimination. The time has come for you to lip sync for your life. The only thing that keeps going in my mind is, girl, hustle. Make it work. I'm going to lip sync for my fucking life. Good luck and don't fuck it up. Although she had indeed been called by RuPaul once, Nisha Lopez ultimately couldn't accept the charges and was eliminated. Nisha Lopez, your beauty and your booty did double duty this season. Now, sashay away. Taylor, what did you think? Right choice, wrong choice? Uh, the right choice for the lip sync between the two. It, it definitely, there was a, a um, simmer to Chi-Chi, which because she started off kind of slow and then kicked into overdrive. That being said... There was a very much a she kind of blew her wad, so to speak, because now I think we've seen all of the moves that she has. It's kind of like when Detox did the thing with her jaw where she moved her jaw really, really fast and everybody thought that was great. And the next time she lip synced, she did the same thing and they went to Michelle and Michelle cocked the eyebrow. I think that when Chi Chi is called out to lip sync again, she's going to try to do the same things. And it's just going to be like, we've seen this already. This You, you showed us everything you got. I, I see that as more of a Kennedy from last season. Kennedy also was the same. Like she, she came out and did a really great one. And then she basically repeated that exact same performance when she went home. Uh, mm. Turnip head. What did you uh, think of the performances? Well, I wanted to know if this was a lip sync or gymnastics meet. 
Because seriously, from my perspective, I would I didn't see a lip sync for your life. I saw a gymnastics meet. Look, I can do a backflip. Look, I can do a backflip too. Well, I can do a cartwheel and then a backflip. Oh yeah. Well, can you do this? That's not what that's not what it was about for me. This was about to yeah a lip sync and hated it. Hated it. So I would have sent them both home. Donna. Um. Obviously, we discussed before the issue with the shoes and oh, then yes. the wig falling off. <laughs> That's uh, that was okay. She looked panicked when that wig fell off. You saw her look over at RuPaul, and RuPaul looked like the oh bitch, you're going home. <laughs> and then she did some walrus move on the runway after that, where she's like crawling across. It's a move that's been done on the on the. It's been done so many times. I have unfortunately seen that for too many seasons. It's uh, a move that they think is sexy. My problem with this is that the performances that we got from the both of them did not match the song. Right. If you're, a song that that was a modern take on it where you can throw in some of those flips and stuff that's fine that's not this one and it that's what threw me off for both of them but i really 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 wanted nasha to pull this one out because i really 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 wanted to see chi chi go so it was really upsetting really upsetting that she failed me i don't think you're gonna have to wait long for chi chi to go though i know I know, because I think uh, she doesn't have anything left. I think there's no... I am I, pretty sure that her drag bag is empty. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure that the rest of it's probably filled with bread like that bitch from last season. There's mm-hmm. there's people I would much rather see go... But I, I think I think Derek and Naomi's bags are, are way past empty long before Chi-Chi's is, but we will have to wait and find out. Uh, back in the workroom, Nasha Lopez had some parting words again. I was giving it 110%. And am I a little upset that someone that's giving 50% and not committed at all is still here? Yeah, absolutely. I want to tell the girls, stop your fucking complaining. Get your shit together. And don't forget, Rue has me on speed dial, so you just never know. <laughs> Turn a pet. Who was she talking about? Well... <sighs> I yeah, I definitely a Lope, um, uh, Chichi. Um, really, because I think they're friends. I don't think she was talking about Chichi. They were basically hugging each other backstage. I don't think she would have said she's only given fifty percent. I think okay. she was talking about somebody else. I don't know who. Okay, who do you you don't know? I okay. don't know. But my but my analogy with that fifty percent out of a fire hose is more than a hundred percent when you spit it through a straw. So your hundred percent is what your hundred percent is. But if that's only what you can spit out of a straw, and and the and the chick next to you, her fifty percent is out of a fire hose. You're still going home. Bye bye. Is this called Canadian dragometry? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Donna, who do you think she was talking about? Um, I, I I do think that oh god I don't even know I want to think that it's Chi Chi but I don't think that there was any lackluster performances this week other than like Naomi who just kind of disappeared into the the haze of all the other yeah. queens yeah I was but, thinking maybe it was Naomi because they're both beauty is both their things right and she's just like well Naomi should have gone before me because I'm prettier you know maybe kind of a thing I don't know she just seems really tight with Chi Chi so I don't think she would have tossed that shade at her I could be wrong though I could totally be wrong Taylor do you any thoughts do you- no. Okay, great. <laughs> Thoughts? How about, all right, we're, we're done with the main episode. So before we go to Untucked, <laughs> is there anything else that you guys would like to say about the main episode? Well, I, I, I wanted to say, like, don't lose your wig unless there's a second reveal. Like, don't, like, don't take off your outfit unless there's something on underneath it. You know, I don't want to see you running around naked. Um, well, there's, some, I, there's, like, some, again, there's some of them I wouldn't mind seeing running well, around Well, okay, but, but, yeah, that's a different show, Okay, right? great. Um, so you're absolutely correct. I, I was completely, again, underwhelmed, and I think this 80s new wave was more of a ripple. 
And I also want to know why no one is being read this year for being flat chested. Last year, that was an issue uh, with the androgyny. And this year, we've got Chi Chi and Naomi um, being flat chested often, especially in deep cut stuff, and they're not being read for it. I'm sorry, who was read last year for, for not painting him on? Because four of the girls didn't wear tits. Max. Yeah. Yeah. Max was one. The only one that was ever truly read was the one who won the show, Violet Chachki. She got read the first challenge during yeah. the new challenge because her body looked boy. That was the only time I've ever seen someone read for not wearing tits, yeah. which they should be doing more often. That's what I'm saying. All right. Any any other thoughts on the episode? Otherwise, we'll move on to the, the untucked here. Uh, untucked, Chi-Chi received an emotional video message from her mother and an extended clip of Michelle's advice to Chi-Chi was played for the viewers. And I'll play for that now. You don't need money, girl. There are thrift stores. There are crafty. There are many a queen that I've seen that have got not a pot to pee in. That's never an excuse. There are sewing machines back there, and there's lots of fabric. And, you know, if you join a sisterhood, you know, people will let you borrow stuff, you know. Borrow a corset if you don't have one. I'm sure a sister will lend you one. Listen to what people are saying. We're not saying you suck. You are on this show. You know how hard it is to get on this show? Hard. She saw the magic in you. I see the magic in you. Nourish that magic. Let people help. That's how we learn about ourselves, Chi-Chi. That's how we grow as humans and as entertainers and performers. Give more love to yourself. Allow yourself to grow. There we go. Uh, I, I actually felt a lot better about her speech after that. Like I said, before I, I kind of felt that Michelle was being a bit cunty. But uh, any any thoughts? Do you, think she, do you think she was being cunty because you like Chi-Chi Devane? I think, what it, you know, I'm, I'm a bleeding heart liberal, right? So I, I'm very, call it white guilt, call it whatever you want to, but I'm very attuned to just, you know, like talking down to people who just literally don't have any. It's just like, it's so easy. You know, like Derek Barry had a throwaway line in there. He's like, you should have waited your turn to speak. We all get our turn. And the first thing that popped in my head is, yeah, says the cute white boy. It's like, yeah, of course you always get your turn. But there's people that through societal and through their own like upbringing and it's been pounding in their heads the other time, they're not worth it. They will not step up. They will not take their turn because, we, you know, they have been oppressed to do that. And it's like, as a bleeding heart liberal, I kind of feel like it's my job to like, you know, make sure that, that they get at least a say, you know? So it's like, to me, it was just kind of like the way it was edited in the show was you don't need money. That's a stupid excuse. And I'm just kind of like, no, it's not a stupid excuse. It's, you know, it does require money, you know, doesn't require you know, millions of dollars, but you know, it does require some money. Anyway, it, it, regardless, I, I, I watched Untucked right after. So it's like, I, it's not like I was, you know, stewing over Michelle's words. Seething. <laughs> you didn't lose sleep last night over it. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, no. I understand what you're saying, Daniel. Where my trouble is, is that you have, you have these amazing queens. Like you have like the queens from the Paris is burning generation, these ball queens who were quite literally homeless living on the street mm-hmm. that were somehow still figuring out outfits. There mm-hmm. are the, Queens, New York style queens that some of them I know. You have these uh, these people like Eric Couture Aviance and Linda James uh, from the uh, Gay Pimpin' podcast from years ago mm-hmm. who would tell these stories about figuring out how to do drag when they couldn't eat. They had no money. They right. they what little money they got from the clubs is how they figured out an outfit. And and there are so many little tricks that she can learn. It's about creativity. When you have no creativity this is what you're getting. Someone who mm. is looking at See, no, that I, person over here who has the custom-made gown and saying, well, I'm poor. I don't have that. Well, well she didn't say she was poor. But I, I think 
creativity was she wanted to make a creative she wanted you know to create mm. thing and she was basically being told no you can't do that she no, wants to uh, she wants to create it i believe i agree with you but i don't think she has the um the tools to be that creative i don't think she has that that creative energy in her and um entire wall of fabric and that's what she gave us yeah. a shapeless yeah. king well and I, I agree with what michelle said then that's where the sisterhood comes in from you know, I had a drag mom and two drag sisters and we would, you know, have powwows and I'd learn stuff and shared stuff and we, you know, grew yeah. from there. Anyway, I, regardless, uh, you know, ultimately it's a game show and it's, it's you know, I, I used to yeah. always really get upset, you know, on those design shows where like Vern Yee would sit there and just be, or Vern Yip, what was his name? What was that guy's Vern name? Yip. He would sit there on that show. He's just like, how dare you not finish a a, a kitchen in two days in the real world you know that's just not an acceptable I'm like bitch in the real world you have more than two days to redo someone's kitchen so it's just uh you know in a lot of these are manufactured situations right it's like yes of course i think chi chi has obviously has been doing drag on you know less than a dime for a very long time but it's different in a club you're not being judged by tv cameras and and a tv audience mm -hmm. in a club you're being judged by people that have had at least two drinks and you know are waving dollar bills around so but i always wonder if that sensibility of judgment i mean because i've told stories about drag queens that have come out back at tracks back mm -hmm. in the day and i wonder if when you have people now that go to see a drag show Think of it like they're like you know they you know oh I'd be Michelle Visage sort of thing where right. they're they're judging on a level that they might not have five ten years ago. Yeah, from a psychological standpoint, that's it just is. that's my. I mean, ultimately, it's a that. game show, right? I mean, yes, Chi Chi is my favorite. I'm I'm pulling for Chi Chi. I'm rooting for Chi Chi, right? She's not mm -hmm. my favorite. I, I like probably Thorgy Thor better, but it's like I still Chi Chi is in my top three, and so I you know I'm rooting for her, right? She's like a, my sporting team. I'm I'm gay. I don't play <laughs> sports. That's my sporting team. Go sports. Well, that was that wasn't. I wasn't reading you on Go that. That sports. was just. I was asked. That was just. That was a legitimate question. <laughs> no, 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 to get into no. the, the mind of Daniel Brewer. Into the mind of Daniel Brewer. That's uh, a podcast all in itself. It is. It's called Dubious Intent. It's on every Sunday night. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, any thoughts on Untucked? I, I that was the only clip I pulled from it. I know that uh, Debbie Deborah Debbie Harry came back and said Happy Birthday to Robbie Turner and. Uh, I thought that was very cute. Was. That was, I thought that was very nice as well. Yeah. I hope we're not getting back into the habit of the, the TV comes out and somebody does a two megapixel camera video and, really. and tries to make yeah. somebody cry that, that I, I don't want that to become the new norm. It was so nice last season yeah. that I think ginger minge was the only one that got one. And we've seen two in a row now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're both shitty pictures too. It's like, it's like, I'm sitting here looking at you're in St. Petersburg, Taylor, uh, mm -hmm. turnip head is in Toronto. Uh, Donna doesn't have her camera on, but uh, earlier when she had her camera on, it's like I'm seeing, you know, perfect pictures of you guys, much better than mm -hmm. than you know than Chi Chi's mom looked. I know there's bandwidth in Louisiana, so it's gotta be. Ow. Anyway. I, I think what's sad is I don't like what Untucked has become. I like Untucked in general. Um, I think the biggest problem is is and we saw it a few the season with Bianca Del Rio when these bitches revealed the secrets of untucked that this was my chance you stole my moment this was my chance for everyone to love me and pay attention to me and i think they just told the entire audience that untucked is just as manufactured as the tv show so i i think she really ruined untucked for everyone else but it doesn't feel as manufactured. It was clear when they would all sit down. They go, "Ooh, I got my cocktail," yeah. and then it would be quiet. And one of them would go, "So, what do we think about the elimination?" That where it's clear that that were if they were fed a line. Yeah. This feels a little more organic. 
It does. And you can tell there's probably somebody, okay, you two go out and have a cigarette. You know, you know that sort of stuff is happening, but. Yeah, well, Robbie, Robbie that, Turner even made a comment on this Untucked, you know, like, my God, you guys have been gone for hours. How's it, you know, has been, it's like, there's a lot of time that is compressed down into this, you know, 22 minute YouTube show that we're watching. So it's like, what, what manufactured drama there is really just comes from four hours worth of, you know, things getting compressed down to, to 20, right? You just pick the best 20 minutes out of four uh, hours. But yeah, I, I really like Untucked last season. I still like Untucked this season. I, I do share your concern. It's like, uh, let's not try to like amp this up. I, I really just like hearing the Queens just talk, right? I, I that's really, how you get to, well, that's, that seems to be for me how I get to like them in the regular show. Queens that I didn't like in previous seasons yeah. when I would watch on Untucked. And whether it was they were fed aligned, a question to ask or not, the answers seemed legitimate and they seemed human. They see, which I, I, I don't mean that to sound disrespectful, but there, there, there was, there, you, could, you saw behind yes. all of the layers of stuff. And then that made them more personal person. Again, I'll kill you if you tell anybody this, but if you want to borrow a cincher, I've got an extra one. That was the moment that I liked Bianca Del Rio. Right. And I, I think that you alluded to, I'm sorry, Tarnapet, but I know you alluded to it earlier, Taylor, <laughs> is that in this episode of Untucked, we saw Acid Betty show her human side when Chi-Chi was... Right, was, when they were all making yeah. fun, when the TV came out and they were all making fun of Acid Betty about it, that was very funny. And then mm-hmm. the, the moment that she had with her, she's like, what can I do for you? Yep. Sort of thing. And it wasn't, it seemed legitimate. It seemed it seemed like a actual bond between the two of them. And it was a nice moment to watch. Yep. So Turn to pet? Now, I'm probably going to go back to hating Acid Betty next week, but that's not the point. <laughs> uh well, I wanted to point out that when Untucked started the first night, I, I've been watching down at the Black Eagle here in Toronto, and I, the the place is packed, and it's um, the energy there is really good. But when Untucked started to roll, there was a huge groan in the entire bar. So my consensus from that was nobody really in the bar really likes this new version of Untucked. And I have to say, I, from last year, I was kind of left wanting more. It was just not filling and i'm not saying just for drama it just seemed like it was dry and and whatnot but But, i I think we could also say like if we were to play our podcast at a bar after rupaul's drag race people would grow there's certain number of people grow not everyone is so into it that they want to hear more and more about it right so it's like it's kind of striking that balance kind of thing but i wanted to say taylor it also works the other way right Mm-hmm. If I had only watched the main show last year, I probably would have liked Ginger Minge. It was the untucked where she was being real that I really grew to despise that bitch. So it's just kind of well, like. I, I was thinking about it and I was thinking what maybe one week it would be interesting if if there was time. I'll edit out just the stuff that the judges would see mm-hmm. and let you guys watch that. None of the background stuff, none of the untucked, none of the prepping for the for the, the maxi challenge or whatnot or the mini challenge yeah. and see what you think and then watch it all together and see what you think. After oh, I that. see. So just show us the final runway and the final performance or whatever. Exactly yeah. what, you know. Debbie Harry and, and Chris Stein would have seen yeah. um, and, and RuPaul basically. But um, I want to say that van driver needs to drive on over to my house. <laughs> and the guy I that will... calls five minutes, the guy with the, I have a thing yeah. for glasses. Yeah. I'm going to uh, mute that you. Van drivers. Oh, okay. I'm, then I'm gonna, mute me and then I got to finish my thing. I'm going to. Yeah. Donna, what is, what is your, uh, any things on Untucked? Well, for Untucked in general, I mean, I know I had said what I said before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think about these really fun moments in Untucked where we had the chance for people who – we had these amazing moments. We had these moments where Willem and Fifi got into it, and we had these epic fights. Like that epic fight with Fifi and Willem 
when uh, your tone is very pointed right now no 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 no. this was the one later in untucked when oh what is the the pinup woman the pinup judge kat von d kat von d is in the next room waiting for you guys to come over and you guys are still fighting that was like such an epic untucked for me that was so amazing and and I loved it. And is it a little manufactured? Yeah, maybe they probably put them in a situation where they could see what would happen. But these are two women. I say women. Uh, these are two women getting out there, and they are letting out shit. They, they're fighting. These these are this is the close they're going to get to fucking fisticuffs. And that's that's what I loved about Untucked. That's what people loved about Untucked was there were these raw moments where these people who don't like each other finally had their moments to snap yeah and it was it was fueled by absolute vodka which was a sponsor right it was just yeah it used to be unlimited drinks you didn't get that that go ahead sorry go ahead um i I was just gonna say that and unfortunately the alcohol fueling is in there were people who had ruined it i know season two juju b uh, she has talked about it on podcast she got incredibly incredibly drunk Mm -hmm. uh one of the untucks to the extent that it was because of season two that they limit the number of drinks you have. Yeah. It is it is because they don't want you hammered because they don't want to show this dark side because, girl, this is going on TV. Right. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was Manila that was because of that. Was no. it Manila or was it Jujube? I I be- I, interviews I've heard, Jujube did talk about many times where she was really, really drunk. They were also drunk. Well, they don't remember who it was. <laughs> well I, I mean you you kind of get that you got that to some degree last season towards the end where the older queens thought it should have gone to one of them versus like it was like kind of kennedy and ginger versus pearl and violet yeah. and that was the closest i think we saw in the new format to a not that it ever got to where it was a screaming match but it was just it was a genuine fight between them right. well unfortunately that was last season last season was probably one of well, no, I'm not even gonna say one of. I'm gonna say the worst season of RuPaul's Drag oh, Race. I don't even know what you're I talking about. You I had it on good authority that season seven actually didn't happen. That was just a bad dream we all shared. It was, uh... <laughs> it was like the last season of Roseanne. Like I'm perfectly <laughs> okay with believing that entire last season. I, I would prefer to believe that Ginger Min doesn't actually exist in this universe. <laughs> that she was creation of my mind until All Stars. Go ahead, turn it Well, I wanted to um, finish out with saying. Um, uh, two thing. Uh, one thing. Patty Duke. Mm-hmm. Is there a conspiracy? What? They talk I about Donald Trump, and now Patty Duke. Oh, they bring up Patty Duke, right. and she passed away today. Um, the other thing that really didn't sit well with me, and this comes up to the whole um, professionalism thing, when uh, Acid Betty said, "Well, it's funny you feel that way because I felt it was. I felt very dismissive, and that's something dangerous. You should never say to a judge." Yeah. Um, and there is also one little bit that I wanted to add as I read online is people are trying to figure out what the music is at the end of Untucked. Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto's International Film Festival, the In-N-Out Gay Film Festival, has been using that music at the end of their um, promo spots. Yep. And as of this last year, as of 2015, and that's when um, they started using Kid Street. Um, the band is Kid Street and the song is X. So it doesn't, they reworked it a little bit to fit in that end. And then it's the same sample, but you guys could check out Kid Street and the song is X. Cool. Next week is Snatch Game. Is everybody all set for that? Everybody I can't wait. That's my favorite episode. It's How always you know it's Snatch Game. We see um, the promo. It says, and and oh, the, the other reason we know it's Snatch Game is if if you go to Logo TV, uh, the the website right now, you can watch the first seven minutes of the episode, <gasps> which 
tell you who some of the people are doing. It really, really ruined it for me. I didn't need that. I don't want you to ruin my Snatch Game episode. So I don't know if because Logo refuses to play the episodes because the cable companies want their money that now they're just giving us the first seven minutes online, but it was stupid to me. If you go to the tvdb.com, you'll see that episode five is Snatch Game and episode six is Wizards of Drag. Yeah, because they, they have to print those things ahead of time for the TV okay. guides and stuff like that. But yeah, and we we at the end of this, if you had watched it live, Taylor, because I know you watch it the next day on iTunes, but it's like if you watch it live immediately after the show, there's the preview for next week and it was Snatch Game. So so we know okay. that Snatch Game. And I understand giving give you one or two people's little snatches. I I unfortunately know who way too many of these girls are doing. Yeah, I the surprise has been ruined. Yeah. Knowing who Thorgy is doing hurts me because it would have been so amazing to like when I finally hear what she's doing to be like, oh my God, and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And it killed it because they just saw a picture of her in the outfit that was posted on Logo's website and you just ruined it for me, Logo. Thanks. Well, it was all, in fairness, Thorgy was also in the preview. So you, you did see it in the preview and she, she did a great job. So it was, it was very clear who she's doing. And I won't spoil is, it. Is she going to be a jar of Jiffy peanut butter? She is. She's going to be actually she's going to play Nutella. Uh, anyway, uh, a hazelnut spread. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. Uh, that concludes this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. I want to thank my co-host, Taylor the Latte Boy, and our two very special guest hosts, Beth Western and Donna Sugars. You can follow us on Twitter at Drag Race Recap. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Drag Race Recap. And make sure to visit our website, pride48.com slash RDRR, where you can find all of our contact information, leave us a comment, and find all of our old episodes. So until next week, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself, Donna, do it. Sashay away. Until next week. Yay! Yay! Yay.